knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode number 31, which if you know me at all, you know 31 is my favorite number in the whole world, and I like to go on that roulette table, and I like to stack big stacks on that 31 and have it hit. You know what I'm saying? Get lots of monies, M-U-N-N-I-E-S, or is it Y-S? What? In Kingdom Hearts, is it M-U-N-I-E-S, M-U-N-N-I-E-S, or M-U-N-N-Y-S? No, it's IES. It's IES? Okay. Anyway, I'm here with Jason, my brother, who's here every week with me on the Answer Report podcast. Hello. This is this is a very popular podcast. It's you're basically my show. You're listening to a very popular <laughs> podcast right now. If you didn't if you weren't aware, this is like <laughs> This is big time. This is a big time podcast. We're we're um 1135th in gaming in on oh, Apple Podcasts. Only gone down in 100 America? since last week. In America. Hold on though. Hold on. Maybe I got that number wrong. Here's our weekly update. Hey, just like oh, okay, every I'm other sorry. news outlet. We went we down 35 check. spots. We were 1,093. Oh. Okay. Uh, we went up two spots in Norway. We're Dude. 991st. We, shout uh, outs to the Norway homies. Yeah, shout outs to Norway. Norway's a big, big fan base in Norway. Uh, we were 989th in Malaysia, which is where we were last week. We stayed. Wow. We stayed consistent. Wow. And... Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're 989th in the leisure section of Malaysia. So we cracked a different chart. And in the <laughs> in the video game section of can, Malaysia podcast. Can you get any of these stats right the first time, please? I can't follow. Okay. So in Malaysia, we're on two different <laughs> charts in Malaysia because we're fucking huge in Malaysia is what I'm saying. Oh, duh. On the leisure charts, we're 989th. And on the video game charts, we're 375th. Damn. So shout out to Malaysia. Shout out to my Malaysian homies. Um... Also, Bolivia, I'm not sure what happened, Bolivia, but we are no longer charted. Dude. We were on the charts last week, and we're not. Uh, we, were, we were on the arts and entertainment and the games chart in Bolivia, and now we're just... We're gone. We're gone. We're deleted. So, um, I got to tell you, Bolivia, I'm a little disappointed. So, if you're listening from Bolivia right now, maybe, Good. maybe grab... <laughs> that's great. But maybe grab someone you know near you and say, "Hey, listen to this podcast on your own phone separately." Yeah, from yeah. Don't yeah. listen to me with a. You, if two, you're listening to it with somebody else, fuck that. Two people <laughs> in a room listening at the same time does not help us. Okay. <laughs> at least, at least download it. Downloading counts. Oh, so downloading even counts? if you're not going to listen, just a download. Just, just hit that download um, button. You can cancel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can delete it later. You just got actually, you could download it and then delete it. And I, th- I don't know how it works. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but you at least, know. at least download it if you're not going to listen. Uh, Please, just you know. But anyway, yeah. So that's where we're charting right now. Okay. Um, and that's great. Wow. <laughs> so figured we'd share that news with you guys. Uh, <laughs> secondly. There's some other little, you know, we, we, any kind of granule of news <laughs> here on the Answer Report podcast that we can we like squeeze to out. We like to have and we like to, to just choke it. Savor. Or savor, yes, that's way more positive. We like to, you know, you, you take really a drink of it, it and you put it in your mouth and you swish it around a little bit, you know? Make sure you cover all your teeth in the sugary poison and then gulp it down. That's what we like to do here at the Answer Report podcast. I don't even gulp it down. I just put my head up. 
And you just let it slowly trickle down your throat? Yeah. All right. Interesting. So, first of all, Funko Pop. You know I'm a wow. big fan of Funko Pops. I have quite a few Funko Pops here. He's I got have, like a hundred. I have... Um, Actually. I have BoJack Horseman and Todd. And then uh, Mr. Peanut Butter, who fell down. He's behind uh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, uh, yep. with his shirt open. It's a classic Funko Pop. I got... Um, this is great audio content. <laughs> I got Johnny Karate, Austin Powers, uh, Burt Macklin, FBI, Deadpool, Batman... Star Lord, Groot, The New Day, Chris Jericho with his list, Broken Matt Hardy, Kevin Owens. Oh, Dude, Jeff don't Hardy. jack my chair. I, I couldn't see Jeff Hardy. And then up top, I got Goofy Donald, Sora, Riku, Halloween Sora, and regular Sora. I already said Sora. I said Sora choice. And a Heartless. I got a little Heartless boy somewhere up there. So I got quite a few Funko Pops. But Funko just Dude. announced. Oh, and Lucio's down there. And I have like a. I have like the character from Assassin's Creed, like what was what random was, spinoff? What was the one that came out after Black Flag? That was all buggy. Oh, Unity, Unity. What's the one after that? Syndicate. I think. I think that's the character from Syndicate. I got it in a loot crate mm. when we subscribed to Loot Crate Crate and did unboxings, which I think they went out of business actually. Loot Crate. Loot Crate did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I remember reading that recently. Comment below if Loot Crate went out of business. Uh, but so I have that, and I was like, "What do I even do with this? I don't even play those games anymore." But anyway, Funko Pop has announced a third wave of Kingdom Hearts Funko Pops, oh. and you're gonna like these ones. All right, hit me. There's Sora with the Ultimate Weapon. Ooh, very very classy, very Ooh. good. There's Kyrie with a Papu fruit in hand in her KH3 garb, her pink hood without a bite in it. I, I don't I can't comment on that. I don't have the picture right in front of me. Uh well, actually if it was in her hand, Aqua, it's probably got a bite. Aqua. Ooh. K3 Aqua. Ooh. Lee. Ooh. And then Kyrie with Keyblade. Hmm. And Dark Aqua. Hmm. So That's a strange assortment. It is. Lee is hot topic exclusive. Oh, of course. Of course he is. <laughs> Dark Aqua's like I think they said I don't remember what the box lunch or something. Hold on. Box lunch. <laughs> That's like when I was like in first grade and it was the first time I ever had to bring in yeah. a, a lunch box. What, I don't know what box lunch is, but it's, <laughs> she's box lunch exclusive. So I don't know what the deal with that is. It's like, mom, I got to bring in and a then, box lunch. And then Kyrie. You a lunch box? No, a, a box lunch. Box lunch. And then Kyrie with her keyblade is... um. Like a Funko exclusive? I don't know what that means either. Probably so, like their website? I don't know. I don't know. I, I really want Dark Aqua and Lee, but I will. I refuse to step into a Hot Topic <laughs> or a box lunch, whatever a box so lunch is. So I'm going to have to. Yeah, so you're going to have to go get them. Okay, I'll paint, already... I'll paint my middle or my my ring finger black yes, and I'll walk you, in. You belong in a Hot Topic. <laughs> I, uh, I pre-ordered the other three, though, already. Oh, my gosh. And I might have pre-ordered a couple extra... Maybe we'll have a little giveaway action where we give them away or something. <laughs> oh. and then I'm just I thought you were going to say you're going to make them do backflips and stuff. Oh, I am going to make them do that, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Watch this. Watch this. Woo. So, yeah, uh, they come out in September, I believe. I'm doing really good reporting right now. Yeah. Dude, they look dope. November. They come out in November. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you like Funko Pops, check those out. Uh, the next bit of... 
Dude, this is so scuffed. This is your episode. This is episode 31. This is scuffed as fuck. Yeah, I know. I said episode 31 is my favorite number, or 31 is my favorite number. It remains to be seen if this is going to be my favorite episode. I'm thinking no. So, Jason, have you ever heard of the Key Bears Alliance? No. Neither had I. And basically, this is a group of people, and they used to be called the Disneyland Departure Experiment or something like that. Basically, they're Kingdom Hearts fans that would meet at Disneyland oh. in like cosplay and have like a day where they'd spend time at Disneyland. Oh. For some reason, they stopped doing that. And now they gather in a Holiday Inn and have, like, a oh. day. I mean, like, I guess it makes more sense. It's like Disneyland is, like... It's expensive. Yeah. And there's not really, like, a meeting place. Right, right. So now what they do is they have this event um, every year now. This is, will be the sixth annual meeting. Wow. And uh, they, they, they get together and they cosplay and they... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what they do, but they get together and it, it's a meetup and it sounds fun, right? Okay. So, here, I'm going to read what it says on their Eventbrite uh, event. Do you know what Eventbrite is? No. Eventbrite is like a, you know, like Facebook. I don't go out for events. But you know how, like, Facebook. I stay in my house and I play Kingdom Hearts. But you know how you can, like, set up an event on Facebook? Yeah. It's basically that, but outside of Facebook. Oh. Okay, so. Hello, Key Bearers. Join us as we have our official sixth gathering by bringing Kingdom Hearts fans together for a, fu- a day of fun with activities, special guest voice actors, raffles, trivia, and more. Bring your best Kingdom Hearts slash Disney slash Final Fantasy cosplay and have fun with us and your fellow Kingdom Hearts fans. We do have to charge a small fee of $5 for attending the event due to the cost of room, prizes, equipment, supplies, and any special guests that may be in attendance. We hope you understand. Thank you for all your continued support in our gatherings, and we hope to see you in September. If you're bringing kids, you don't have to worry about getting a ticket. So kids are free. Oh. It's like I just bring a kid with me, and I get them free, too. No, no, no. no. Well... (laughs) I guess that's not that's <laughs> not, not what they say. <laughs> you bring a kid and you get free admission. That sounds weird. If it's like yeah, that. That's, that's, there's some ulterior motives. No, here. don't say that. They're probably not really nice people. Anyway, <laughs> there's uh, if you're interested in attending this event, it's it's Saturday, September 14th. So that's coming up pretty quick in Fullerton, California. Hmm. And right the reason, down the road from us. This isn't like news per se, right? Like okay. this isn't like, like this isn't like not everybody's talking about this, right? It right. looks like the, according to the picture they have of last year, it looks like about a hundred ish people. Yeah, maybe a little more, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Here's the question I'm posing: Should we attend? <laughs> <laughs> That's so far away. Wait, should we attend? Is That's the literally so far away. Yeah, it's a, a $300 plane flight. <laughs> Round trip. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> we'll wear our cloaks. Oh, good God, We'll get God, stopped no. by airport, airport security in we'll our get, cloaks. We'll wear our cloaks. Have them be burned into our skin so we can't take them off anymore. I'm sure it's air conditioned in that. Look, there's a guy dressed like Axel. If you step outside, you'll die. We we won't step outside. Maybe we'll go to Disneyland, too. Oh, for some reason, I I was thinking you met the one in Florida. And I was like, that's Disney World. It's a world in Florida. It's a land in California. Yeah, I don't know those things. Well, I'm telling you. (laughs) Thank you. That's how you remember it. I'm already. Anyway. 
I mark. If you think we should, if you think we should go to this gathering, you tell us in the comments and in the Discord, and maybe give me ten (laughs) dollars, and then I'll think about going. Give me ten bucks, dude. At least just give me ten bucks. I just want one water to drink on the airplane. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, So yeah, if that's an event you're interested in, it sounds cool. Go check it out. I think it's maybe we should. Maybe we should start our own meetup. That's what I thought you were going to say originally. And then you're like, maybe we should go. Like, well, okay, Wait, okay. Wh- Here was my thought process on that. We go to their meetup and, and we see steal how they steal everybody. Well, and we see how they do it. And then we go, let's not do anything like that. Let's do it way better. Mm. We're going to meet in, an, in, a, in a Hilton, not a Holiday Inn. <laughs> we're going to meet. In our basement. <laughs> no, we won't. There's not enough room in here. I could, you and I barely fit. Right. We're, we're touching and we don't want to right now. <laughs> okay. No, we're not. <laughs> no, not we're that not. Small. No, that, that, that's a lie. Anyway. So, Although I can't stand up like fully I straight. Like I said, it's a little slower of a news week. So that's all I got news wise. However. However. Before we take a break, Jason, I have something fun to talk about. Oh. Shout out to Holly in our Discord, who recommended that I start reading, or you, but I took took it upon myself. I can't read. Wait till everybody knows. Jason can't read. Start reading uh, Kingdom Hearts manga and talking about the differences between the story in the game and the story in the manga. Nice. So I got the book today. And I started reading, and I got through chapter or episode nine. Of, okay, this is this is um, Kingdom Hearts final mix, volume one. Oh, and nice. so there's a diff- the final mix. It was originally translated by a different company into four volumes. Final mix is translated by a different company, and it's the same book, but it's two like two volumes per volume. So there's only two volumes of Kingdom Hearts one. Does that make sense? Okay. So I bought two books instead of four books. Okay. And I bought the second translation, not the original translation. Okay. Does that make sense? Because the company that did the original translation, I had to read about all this. I said, hey, where should I start? And they were just like, volume one. And then I was like, wait a minute. There's two volume volume ones. So I had to read into this. But basically, the first company... Because it can't be simple with Kingdom Hearts. No, of course. The first (laughs) company, in the middle of doing Kingdom Hearts 2, they lost the rights to translate it in America. Oh. So this company didn't. So I decided I want to keep it, you know, consistent. Right, right. So I haven't bought I haven't bought any of the Kingdom Hearts two mangas yet. I just started with one, and then I bought Chain of Memories because I was like, "That's three books. We'll see where it goes from there." Right. Anyway, I read. You don't want to buy like ten books and then not touch a single one. Right. I read through chapter or episode nine. They're called episodes. They're very short. They're very short episodes, and obviously it's a manga. I've never read manga before. I, I've never. Um, it's dope. Yeah, I, I I like it so far. It's like Japanese read, uh, comic books. Pokemon manga. Have you? It's dope. Yeah. I do like a lot of the art. I, I, I do wish at times it was in color, but I understand mm. that's not what it is. Right, right. right. So um, basically what I read would lead you from the beginning of the game to Wonder Wonderland. Ugh. To the beginning of Wonderland, they just they just fell in Wonderland. Okay, so you haven't. You so haven't I haven't, there, go, yeah. and I decided to stop there because I was like, I hate Wonderland. <laughs> um, 
But there's a couple things I want to mention. Okay. It's all pretty similar. Mm. There's some things they kind of gloss over and they don't make as important or like they don't draw it out. Yeah. And then there's some things they make more important than they should be. Hmm. Um, first, they uh, one, one thing is they show Riku's house. What? They show him standing on his balcony. And Riku's parents have got to have some dollars. Oh, yeah. Because he looks a lot. He looks a lot more well off than Sora's house. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's got like he he's out on like a balcony of like a mansion is what it looks like. Right. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't. I forgot we were. I was showing you, and I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, he's got like this really nice balcony. They do the fights interesting, where like he fights the dark side, and like he like plans of attack of hitting it in the face. Hmm. And they like talk like he talks about like oh your face is wide open and then he hits it in the weak spot and kills it in one hit kind of thing okay which is cool because you can't really do like a video game fight in a comic book form or a manga <laughs> yeah. form yeah um anyway Go- uh, goofy <laughs> I almost said goofy licks him and I met Pluto goofy does lick him yeah um but they get a lot of the same much. story beats like for example uh. Sora falls through the ground at Destiny Islands, and then it cuts to Goofy going, gosh, the stars keep going out. You know, so it's, it's just like in one. Right? Okay. Um, however, when Sora first gets to Traverse Town, in Kingdom Hearts 1, there's just like some random like NPC that like dies in front of you in his heart. Yeah. They do this weird thing in this one where Sora's walking around the town, and he says, what a weird town. And then there's a woman, and she has, like, a, um, looks like she's smoking a cigarette, but she has it in, like, a holder, you know? Oh, she so she's fancy. Right, so she's fancy, and she says, hi there, little man, first time in Traverse Town? And he's, like, like looks at her, and she, like sexually. she touches his face okay, and goes, why don't you let Big Sis here show you around? And then there's a little heart after the question mark, okay. like, in the type. And Sora's like, no, no, no thanks. And she's like, oh, he, 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 don't be shy. It's not that. And then a armored heartless, you know, like the little little knight one. Soldier. Soldier. Comes out of nowhere and fucking murders her and takes her heart. And like has her heart in his hand. Oh, my God. Like, here, I'll, I'll show. I'll, if I can get the um, the picture on, on the podcast, I will. Oh, but he just fucking murders her. So, first of all, this woman was hitting on a, like, 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Okay, like she could have, she might have been a hooker. I don't know. Like I got the vibe that she was hooking. Um, and then a heartless comes and takes her heart out of her chest, and Sora's just kind of like, she's disappearing. <laughs> That's his reaction. And he goes, "It's those creatures from the island." So then the next weird part comes like, in. Com- watches a murder yeah. and just doesn't even blink right. his eyes. So then he sprints into a building and it's Sid's shop. And Sid says to him, you don't look like a customer, so get out. <laughs> and Sid. then Sid realizes there's Heartless outside. And he pulls out what's called a Sid. It's, it's labeled as Sid cannon. And he opens the door and it's a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> and he yells, you... <laughs> You're bad for business, creeps, and like flamethrowers all the heartless. Oh, what the hell? So, a little different. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, he gives he gives Sora a half-eaten bun. Nice, like a, like a like a Japanese like bun. Yeah, yeah. And then like Sora's so happy, and then he walks outside, and Leon knocks him out. <laughs> um, 
So then that that was the biggest difference I noticed in okay. the book where there was this weird the like lady just gets older lady murdered. who wanted to bang Sora and then gets murdered because she was obviously a pedophile and deserved it. Right. Um and then Sid Sid with his flamethrower. So then Donald and Goofy and Sora meet up like normal and they fight the uh the armor. What what is what's the name of it? Is it just heartless power, armor? Power, power armor. armor. They fight the power armor. And they go, we'll back or, you up. Let's fight It might together. be guard armor. Guard armor. That's and then it. That's I think it. it's called power armor when it's like the the second time you fight it. Yeah. I think it's guard armor. Um, Anyway, it shows a bunch of like uh, action frames of them fighting this thing. And one is completely unrealistic because it's Donald holding his, his, his staff out and yelling, cure. Donald would never cure you. He would in the never guard cure armor you. Fight. Sorry. Unrealistic. Sorry, super unrealistic. This is not canon. No. Um, and there was one more thing, I feel like. Oh, one thing that triggered me. Um, they get on the ship, and they kind of show the interior of the gummy ship, which is cool. Hmm. Um, and it's, it looks kind of like, you know, that building in, in Traverse Town, the clock tower building, where it's like all those gears working and all that? In Traverse Town? Yeah, Traverse Town. What did I say? No, I just wasn't sure. It's like above the Dalmatian house. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of cartoony looking and yeah. like there's gears. That's what the gummy ship kind of looks like. But this part that triggered me, they meet Chippendale. And then there's this, this, there's this frame that they don't reference again. At least that I've seen. Welcome aboard. I'm Jiminy Cricket, captain of this ship triggered i knew it was gonna be jiminy and he's wearing like a captain hook-esque or a musketeer-esque outfit <laughs> and then donald's just like everybody ready fasten your seatbelts. so is jiminy in is jiminy the captain of the gummy yeah, ship he's the one who flies it if jiminy's the captain of the i thought he just wrote in the journal what do you right. mean he's the captain of the gummy ship that's absolute horse shit um they'll probably reference it again and you'll get triggered again if they do well i was told this is a spoiler <gasps> but I was in the Discord. I was told that, um, I believe it was Holly that said this that Jiminy dies. Thank Jiminy God. Jiminy actually takes down Luke Sword in the manga <laughs> by out gambling him. <laughs> no, yes, that's what you're that's lying. What she said. You want me to pull it up in the Discord? <laughs> you're lying. I, She's lying, then. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak. Jiminy to that. takes down Luke Sword by out gambling him. No damn well he's counting cards Yeah it was Holly she says Since you guys were picking on Jiminy so much I just want to mention that in the KH2 manga Jiminy actually takes on Luxord in the world that never was And Blue Kingdom replied Does he keep jumping from one shoulder to another Shouting in his ear forget about the small fry Until he forgets his own name Luxord or Luxord And Holly says I wish But it's kind of better He reveals he has a gambling addiction And out gambles him Wild so Pinocchio's conscious has a gambling addiction. Yeah. Wow. Why do you think Pinocchio is such a bumbling idiot? <laughs> well, that that I guess that's all I have to say about the manga this week. I'll read more for next week. I'm trying to pace myself and not right. blast through it all, you know? Um, Got to just milk it for content. <laughs> well, no, that, I'm kidding. Uh, I I just I 
read read the nine episodes and i had a hard time remembering what i would like in my head was like oh i gotta mention this i gotta mention this i gotta mention this right yeah so i don't want to do too much at a time because then i'll forget it before we take a break though um we actually got some breaking breaking discord stuff um breaking just came up and i said you know what? let's just talk about it right now i have my mustache is pretty pretty unruly right now, and Ugh. I have one hair that just keeps going right in my nostril and tickling I hate it. that. Oh, my God. It's the worst. It's spelled X-H-A-W-N-S. Sons. I'm guessing it's Sean, but with an X, and that's their nobody name. Oh. Yeah. Does anyone think suddenly saying, may your heart be your guiding key is like everyone remembering Sora after Nominee pierced his me- pierced pieced his memory back? Point two kind of kills this with Mickey saying it, but it would kind of explain them remembering Experiment X, too. My question is, what was the trigger? Nomura can be sneaky with this by both adding new stuff from Key and having it make sense in the canon. Do you get what he's saying? So, like, the reason they know it is because Sora died or whatever, or, like, went to the dream world or something? Well, they're saying, suddenly everybody's saying, may your heart be your guiding key out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And... Suddenly, everybody remembers this experiment X where they never talked about it before. So what he's saying is maybe there was some sort of trigger for that, like Sora suddenly coming oh. back to life. Like he's comparing it. So okay. what would that trigger be? Also, also, yeah, it's also why is Nominee's hair blonde? I know genetics may not apply to hearts being conjoined, but it is really out of place. Wait, what? Why is Nominee blonde? Why is Roxas blonde? Roxas is like a dirty blonde, though. No, he's blonde. Roxas's hair is only a couple shades lighter than Sora's. It depends. Okay, it depends what we're talking about. Because in like 358, it's only a couple. He's been more blonde in later games. He's, he's definitely not as blonde as like Ventus, right? But like he's still, I would look at him and I'd say that's blonde. But you could say Roxas is blonde because Ventus, though. Where? Yeah. Why is Nominee blonde? Dude, girls bleach their hair all the time. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know, like, probably 10 different girls have done it in the past, like, year. Good answer. Solid answer. Anyway, uh, like, what are you saying before? I don't know what that trigger would be, but it does... It would be a convenient way for Namira to kind of make that all make sense suddenly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they people started remembering that people said this because of this. I don't know what that would be, though. Did, well, like, it'd have to be a memories thing. Did Yen Sid lose his memories? It would have to be a memories thing. Did Yen Sid forget that he's a fucking baller and then he remembered and crash-bombed into Kingdom Hearts 3? Like, there'd have to be another, like, Memories Witch. You know what I mean? Yeah. There could be. Because the idea is that, like, nominee. Well, maybe Experiment X is a Memories Witch. Maybe. Just something to think about. I don't Mm. think there's an answer to that. But um, it's a good point. And it's it's a thing that definitely, definitely something that Nomura would do. You know? I can see it. I, I definitely can see it. Anyway, let's take a quick break, Jason. When we come back, we're going to have Jason Jr. cross one minute. <laughs> we're going to have... I'm going to play it live. 
He's going to play live in front of you. We're going to have For the Ansem Ansem Report report, and then we're going to get to the question of the week answers, which are really good. Really good. The, the question of the week going to be really good. Solid. Wait, have you played Union Cross at all? No. Okay, we are not going to have the Union Cross <laughs> one minute. We are just going to have the answer report report and the question of the week when we come back. And Jason's taking a break from the from the Union Cross. Yes. It, it's okay. He'll be back. I'll be back. He'll be back. Wait, we had that whole trip and you didn't play Union Cross at all? Well, no, because like, my connection was like dropping oh, and going in yeah, and out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we will be right back, folks. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. And some report episode number 31. Like I said, my favorite 31. number. Maybe not my favorite episode, but my favorite number. Like we said at the top of the, before the break, there will be no Union Cross five minutes this week. Jason needs some time to recover. But when we come back next week, we will have a Union Cross ten minutes. Yeah, but little do they know, I'm going to get a freaking memories witch to wipe all of their memories oh, no. of that I was playing it. Not in the, the memories the first witch. Place. Let's talk about the question of the week, Jason. Hit me with the question of the week. So the question of the week. For those who didn't know. To remind everybody, the question of the week this week is a giveaway question. And the giveaway goes till September 1st. So all you have to do is comment on episode 30. Yes. On YouTube answering the question, what's your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory? Okay. If you comment anywhere else, it will not count towards the contest. Now, if you don't care and you just want to want us to talk about it on air, that's fine. You can just put it in Discord, do whatever. We have had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven comments for the question of the that's week. That's some pretty good odds. So right now, to remind you what you're winning. The 13-inch 3D printed Dream Rod from Blue Kingdom and a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 for the PS4, sealed copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 for the PS4. So let's start with our first uh, comment, Jason. It's probably like U.S. locked. This is from Night Dreamer. Long-time lurker and love the podcast. Admittedly, I'm newish to the games, but I think my favorite moment would be Kyrie getting pimp-slapped in the glass by Xehanort. Also, I got to say, I loved Blue Kingdom reading the report. We got a lot of love about Blue Kingdom reading the report. We yeah. might have to bring Blue Kingdom Blue back. Blue Kingdom is probably better than us in every way. Uh, yes, definitely better than us in, in every way. Bellringer Mall, who's also known as The Box, 
I can't keep up with this. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of names there. Why is there two Roxases? There, there's two. There's two the boxes too. Said my favorite Kingdom Hearts memory is definitely tied to my first experience as a cosplayer. My grandma helped me sew the black coat, which still fits me like a glove to this day. And I clearly remember the both of us studying a bunch of crappy JPEG images I found online in order to get the pattern right. I was only 14 and went to a local convention as Lark Scene when KH2 was at the height of its popularity. And I was amazed by the amount of people that asked me to stop for a photo, especially considering that my wig was not very good. XD. KH literally XD. plunged me into the world of conventions and cosplay that I still inhabit and enjoy. Some may say it was the beginning of a sad downward spiral in the geek hell, but I think it was my very own Skalad Kyolum, my stairway to the sky. Wholesome. Absolutely wholesome <laughs> and beautiful. I love that. So then this is this is what we were looking for. You know what I mean? Exactly. We were, looking, we were looking for, for these for. kind of memories. Uh, Julian Garcia says, I have been supporting for so- quite some time and love what you do. Top five podcasts I listen to easily. Easily. We are, we are honored. My best memory was actually quite recent. I had been watching Nintend, Mismaster, and Crispy, and it got me in the mood to play Kingdom Hearts 2 for the first time, and I'm so happy I decided to do so because I did not just once, but twice, and in my second run, I did it 10 hours faster. Keep Ooh. up the good work, and great read on the Ansem Report, Blue Kingdom gave me chills. Again, Blue Kingdom. Blue Kingdom. Kingdom's getting a lot of love. Hallelujah says, oh man, hey guys, Holly here from the Discord. Just here to say that Kingdom Hearts was fittingly the brightest and darkest times on my middle school years. It was my first real video game that wasn't Mario. My older sisters and I would always race back home after school to continue our fight against the boss of a certain world. It was something that really brought us together and helped us understand each other. It brought me closer to my sisters, but ostracized from my peers. I was labeled the weird anime kid even though it was only a video game, and the real anime kids wouldn't let me sit with them. It was an odd balance, and when KH2, I'll be honest, it really reminded me that it's okay to feel like Roxas. It's okay to be like Riku, but to have, some Sora, to have Sora as a role model. That was the most inspiring part of my adolescence and shaped who I am. Be brave, but be kind. I certainly try to. Sorry it's not a funny answer. This whole franchise, as silly as this, is deeply entrenched part of me and my relationship with me and my family. So I said, I commented on this and saying, hey, we love silly answers, but that is, that's not necessarily what we were looking for here. Like, we love silly answers. Bring the silly yeah. answers. But that doesn't mean there's not a place for heartfelt or, or, or yeah. wholesome. or we, we, we just wanted answers regardless, and that's a great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Panda Boy. Hello, friends. I think the most memorable moment is when the KH Orchestra came to Hawaii, and one of my best friends and I got to sit, got tickets and sat third row from the front of the stage right in the middle. It was amazing to see Yoko Shimomura in person, but I think the most emotional part was the beginning of the concert. They started with Hikairi and showed the opening video. Sitting there, I was just so happy and emotional that tears started dripping down my face. I watched and listened to the music of my childhood and felt very proud to be a fan of this game I love so much. Wow. I actually, when I went, I wasn't sitting third row, but when Addison and I went to KH Orchestra in Detroit, I had similar feelings in certain songs mm. where I was like, I was, uh, I welled up, I was... Emotionally moved. Emotionally moved. Uh, P.S. Love the funny podcast. Been a fan since Cage Street came out. And after that, I basically watched all your Cage Let's Plays. Thank you for that. That's very nice. Dude. Happy to be part of Discord where people don't bash on other people, but instead just talk about what they love about Kingdom Hearts. We bash on each other a lot. <laughs> but it's all in fun. Like, no one's no one's. I meant it all. Anybody. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> TBH. The... TBH lately, the KH community has not been great, especially the Facebook group I follow. This Discord is so much better. By the way, am oh I the only God. one who picked Dream Rod the first time playing Kingdom Hearts? I picked the shield, and I was like, wait, 
Where's the fucking keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, am I going to use a shield the whole game? That's what I thought. I was like, I fucked up. I fucked up. I got to do the sword. Oh, thank you, Panda Boy, for, for those comments and the nice things. And um, I'm glad you're digging our community. We're digging our community. And you're right. There is you guys some, are the best. There is some toxicity out there, and we're trying to stay away from that and just keep our community wholesome and fun. Yeah. And, like, I, I will say I'm super glad there hasn't been a moment where some, like, assholes come in to our discord yeah. and just start like talking shit or whatever yeah our, our community is like pretty mature right I, I but i you know i've expected that i've been like waiting with like the band hammer you know yeah, what I mean? and it yeah. hasn't happened because you guys are all such cool people so shout outs to you guys yes uh, we, we're just we're just two random dudes that like kingdom hearts you know <laughs> yeah. so we the fact that this community is forming with with us you know it's great we, it's, we love it's it it's dope skittles for hannah I have a lot of good Kingdom Hearts memories because it was the first game I fell in love with, but my favorite one is probably beating Chain of Memories for the first time. It took me forever to beat it. Mainly the hiatus I took because I was infuriated by the second Vexen fight, but the sense of accomplishment I got when I finally did it was worth the trauma, probably. Probably. Chain of Memories is pretty tough. Yeah, the second Vexen fight is the one where we literally had to look up what to do. Even in Rechain? Yeah. Really? Yeah, remember? We hit the wall, and then you had to look up... And we found out about Lethal Frame. Oh, so that, then we had to grind that, that off off of uh, off screen. Mm. Yeah, I don't. And then we just use Lethal Frame like four yeah, times and he died. Yeah, you use Lethal Frame and then he. <laughs> uh, thank you, skills for Hannah. Shay Shay thirteen. My favorite memory is when I saw a meme post on Instagram of Zigbar that spoiled the ending of the game, but I didn't know that it did. I showed it to my friend that knew what happened the ending, so she can laugh at the joke with me, and she didn't say anything not to spoil me. It didn't click. It. I didn't click it together until I finished the game. She's a true friend. What Yo. a what a wholesome story right there. <laughs> Yo, if you still if you still have that meme or know the meme and could put it in the Discord, that would be dope. Yeah, Jason wants to see the meme. I want to see the meme. Jason I, wants to see I the want meme. I want to know the full I want to steal your moment. <laughs> I, I make let me be a part of your moment. I'm going to steal your memory. Oh my god. Kel4 Kel Keflor, sorry. Keflor says, "Hi there." First off, I am so, so very thankful for the funny content in this podcast. 100% honest, it's the only podcast I've been loyal to listening in on every week. Wow. Wow, that's, that's oh, man, you guys are going to make me cry. You have terrible taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Let me uh, point you in the direction of some other podcasts. <laughs> I've been with you since episode 7 on Spotify. Holy crap. Damn. Episode 7? That's tight. I don't think I've been with us since episode 7. <laughs> For me, my best memory of Kingdom Hearts was also my first one. I was just a kid drawing away in a corner when all of a sudden the commercial played on the TV. Simple and Clean was bumping through the speakers, oh. and I was simply mind blown. I swear I would eagerly wait for the, by the TV for the commercials just to see that one because I was writing down all the characters that were flashing before me. I couldn't wait to play it. I remember that a couple months after, I got a Treasure Planet CD-ROM from a cereal box or something, and it had the Kingdom Hearts trailer pre-installed on it. Uh, you know how some people have a go-to doodle? I was drawing little sores everywhere. That, that's again, a legit memory, wholesome. Dude. Great memories. That memory was so good that it triggered one of my memories. I remember just being in my parents' room, and uh, like sometimes I would just go in there, and, and I couldn't sleep, right? And I would just stand there and be like, I can't sleep. And my parents would be like, go the fuck back to bed. What the fuck? Go to bed, right? Mm -hmm. And then I would just, like, stand there and watch TV with them for a minute. <laughs> and they would, like, forget I was there or, like, just didn't care enough to tell right. me to go back to bed for a minute. And then, like, the KH2, like, commercial would come on. And I'm really? like, oh, oh, oh. 
Like, I remember that was, like, the first time I saw the commercial. I was like, they're making another one? What the fuck? What the fuck? Nice. Nice. Thank you, um... They, thank you to, to Keflor for that. For bring, for you not only shared your memory, but you reinvigorated a memory in yes. the heart of Jason. And that's, yes. That's amazing. Are you a memory witch? Possible. Keflor is possibly a memory witch. Uh, next is Corinne, who says, 13 inches of dream rod. Yes. <laughs> in all seriousness, so happy I stumbled upon you guys and looking forward to future content. Thank you. My favorite memory is back in 2010 when I got my eight-year-old at the time brother into KH. I replayed one and two with him, and he fell head over heels for the series, just like the rest of us. During my playthrough, I was able to defeat Sephiroth in KH2. One day, my brother calls me into his room and high-key beats Sephiroth's ass. I was shooketh to the core. I called him <laughs> lucky, and he reloads the save file and does it again. <laughs> the moral of the story is, this is the day I realized I was a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Nice. She also says, side note, thanks for always saying my name right. There are too many uncultured swines out there. Wait. What what do they say? I don't I don't know how <laughs> Corinne, that, that C-O-R-I-N-N-E. That's pretty Corine. Corine? Would people say Corine or Chlora Chlorine? <laughs> well, I, what I'm what I said was, wow, I'm really bad at names and pronouncing any names, so that uh makes me very happy that we're, I've gotten her name. We're cultured right as shit. I am uncultured swine. Yeah, this one time I tried to get my little brother into KH <laughs> and he didn't even beat the first world and did not say the name of the world right. Yeah, he, so our our younger brother Zay, he's a couple years younger than Jason. He, yeah, he's like three years And younger. he actually just graduated from boot camp, army boot camp, and we're very proud of him. So shout out to Zay. Yeah, he's yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Just, that's the trip we just took. We went to visit him in South Carolina which was a 13-hour drive and nonsense. But it was good to see him, and we're glad he's doing well. But he saw us getting real hyped for KH3 back in January. Like, we were like, we took time off work to play through it. Yeah, like, we were so fucking hyped that he was like, what is this hype about? He goes, oh, my God, I need to get this game. So he buys it. and then $60 game. $60 game. And then he kept going, yeah, I'm still on Thebis. Like I beat the game. Yeah, like we've beat it multiple times. We've sp- <laughs> we're speedrunning. He goes, Yeah, I'm still on Febbies, bro. I'm still on Febbies. <laughs> and he wouldn't play it, but it was just funny. We we missed that guy. Shout out to Zay. We, we to the point where we wanted him to play it and we took the poster, the um GameStop pre order poster. The GameStop pre order poster and hung that shit up in his in, room. In his room. <laughs> we're just like, you have to beat Thebbies. And he still didn't do it. No. Maybe he will now. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Thank you, Corinne. Chloe Peterson says, hey, guys, love the podcast. I've been listening since I beat KH3 back in February. I've been deep in the series ever since I played KH1 as a kid, and my love slash obsession has never dimmed all those years. I only had a PS2 growing up, so I never played any of the handheld games when they came out. Me too. So one of my favorite memories would be watching all the cutscenes of BBS, 358 Ooh. over 2, Chain of Memories, and DDD on YouTube for countless hours At every like chance that I could. At like 3 in the morning? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I played all the games and I still do that. Right. Now I'm very thankful for the collection games since I've been able to experience every title myself. Anyways, keep up the great work. You guys are hilarious and I love listening to your banner every week. Man, everybody's so nice. Dude, yeah. What the hell? Oh, my <laughs> I say, hey, we're doing a giveaway, and suddenly everybody's nice to us. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Connection? Mm, interesting. <laughs> no. You guys are all great. Like, you guys, uh, 
you guys make... It's like when you win the lottery and you have, like, all these new brothers. <laughs> Not at all like that. Uh, I was just going to say... I've um, never met you before, cousin. How are these, we related? All these nice people saying these nice things just makes my heart <laughs> swell, is what I was going to say. But Jason made it a joke. Um... <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with the affection. Yeah, he he doesn't do well with affection. He just like threw his phone across yeah. the room. His second phone. He has two phones. Don't ask why. <laughs> anyway, I just want to remind you guys: if you have not entered the contest yet, you can go back to the last episode on YouTube, episode thirty. It's called our first giveaway. We are the Super Spaghetti Bros. Super Spaghetti Bros on YouTube, and leave a comment of your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory, and you will still be in the contest, and we'll still read your comment next week on the podcast. What? That being said. There will not be a question of the week this week because of that. Oh. I want people to answer the question we put out there. If you've already answered it, great. We love you. You can answer it again. I mean, you won't get entered in the contest again, but you can <laughs> you can throw more memories at us. Before we move on, though, Jason, do you want to share a Kingdom Hearts memory? Uh, I would say... Or your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory. I'm sorry. My favorite Kingdom Hearts memory was when I just... I remember I got back into, like, watching all the cutscenes and everything randomly and it was i it was before we were able to play it on the playstation 4 and i think it was like they had just announced the 1.5 on ps3 and i was like shit i need to play this again so i go to um i remember i went to play kh1 and our disc was so scuffed that i was like oh crap i probably can't play this Mm mm-hmm so I was like, I'll play KH2. And I like watched all the um I watched all the cutscenes for like all the other games too. And I was like, you know what? I'm playing this bitch on proud mode. Wow. And I was like fourteen or fifteen or some shit. Nice. Beat that shit on proud mode. I was like, damn, I'm a god. And then I find out on like the final mix there's critical mode, and I'm like, damn. I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, my favorite Kingdom Hearts memory is uh, starting a Kingdom Hearts podcast with my brother oh. and my friend Addison. Oh, and then that, he, that's a memory. That's a memory. <laughs> uh, as far as game wise, um, I think I've told the story before, but um, I used to have, uh, you know, uh, my friends come over. Like we were maybe seniors in high school or we had just graduated or but i'd have my friends come over and we'd just like stay up all night playing video games and um i'd seen the commercial for kingdom hearts this was i was probably still in high school because this was right after kingdom hearts came out um i'd seen the commercials for the simple and clean like commercial and be like oh my god what is this game it looks awesome you know yeah um but like at the time you know you don't i don't think i was working yet i don't think i was that old Mm. where you had a job where you and you know uh you can't just go up to your parents and go buy me a video game yeah, and, no, and no, expect no. that to work. So, my friend uh, B, B Reed, B short for Brandon, Chocolate Thunder. Shout out to B. Um, brought it over when we had when I had a bunch of friends over, and um, we just watched him play it for the longest time. And uh, he was like doing gummy ship missions. Like this looks so fucking cool. <laughs> um, and Tarzan, I remember it like he was in Deep Jungle. And I'd be like, I fucking love Tarzan because yeah. as a family, we really like that movie. Oh yeah, um, especially Phil Collins' soundtrack. Oh yeah, you know I'm not a huge Phil Collins fan in general, but his 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 Tarzan work, 
chef's kiss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but I remember at one point B was sitting in this chair that had a really big, it was, it was a, it's hard to explain, but it was a fuzzy chair, mm-hmm. brown, and it had like a back that went all the way up to your shoulders, basically. And it went all the way around almost in like uh It was like a teacup almost, right? Almost, yeah, but it didn't look like a teacup. It just shape wise. Yeah. And then it had an opening in the front we sit, but it would spin around in place too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was sitting in that chair and we were just sitting around and we all kept falling asleep. Like <laughs> like just everybody would just pass it was out. That late. And there was probably like five or six of us. Yeah, I think sunlight was coming out. Yeah. And but none of us like went to bed. We were yeah. just like what you know, whatever. And we we were talking about <laughs> before that we were talking about this Tim Allen comedy sketch. Okay, nice. Where he was talked about morning boners, <laughs> right? And how you'd wake up with just the the heart on. <laughs> and I just kept going morning boner <laughs> like that. And uh, I remember it, everybody else had gone to bed except it was me and Addison and B. And B was sitting in that chair and me and Addison were sitting by him. And we'd all fall asleep and then I'd be the first to kind of like wake up. And like B would literally have the controller's hand and the gummy ship was just going forward and he was out. He was asleep at the wheel. His head his head was like resting back on the, the his giant. head's like pointing up to right. the ceiling. Right. His face is pointing up to the ceiling and he's snoring and I would just go, Morning boner. And then Addison would laugh and then B would wake up and his head would shoot up and he'd go <laughs> and then we'd play for five minutes and then fall back asleep. And that happened like four or five times. <laughs> and that was just like something we'd talked about forever you know in my friend group just like morning boner and <laughs> now while it's like not heavy on the kingdom hearts that's what i think I th- when i think right. about kingdom hearts one that's what i think about because that was mm. my first exposure to it and then you know i i obviously got it shortly after that and played the crap out of it yeah yeah um but that that's that was my first introduction to it was the morning boner <laughs> saga that's that's what i like to call it the morning boner saga nice so yeah that's gonna do it for our question of the week this week like I said, this question of the week is extended, and if you need to enter the contest, if you want to enter the contest, throw your comment up on that throw YouTube video. Throw it up. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw up. No, don't throw up. Don't throw up. That's not good. Also, before we move on uh, to the answer report, report, thank you, everybody, for all the really nice comments on our uh, our Day with Ansem video, our weird little uh, photo shoot video. <laughs> People have been really cool and like said, uh, someone said, uh, someone said, wow, Jace, you look fucking jacked. No, no one said that actually. Uh, 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 a love story uh, way better than Twilight. Ooh, nice. Uh, I think the box said that. Horror Nation said this is absolutely perfect. So there were some really good comments on there and, and that surprisingly has almost as many views as our damn podcast does that week. <laughs> So, and the, the podcast did really well too. So it's not, it's just that video for whatever reason, people have liked it. Nice. Um, so thank you for, for that. Uh, we're going to do the answer report report. Anyway, the answer report five. Um, if you guys want blue kingdom to read more answer reports, let us know. I I'm definitely down with having blue kingdom read more. We we could force him to do it. We could, we could <laughs> hold him hostage. No, just we made blue kingdom fly to America and, and read it in the studio and then fly immediately back. So <laughs> it was a, it was a big deal. Just kidding. We it didn't. wasn't a good flight. It was like in a box and cargo. Oh like. yeah, like um, 
like Garfield would send uh, yeah. uh, uh, Odie. Odie yeah. to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how we got Blue Kingdom here. <laughs> from, from, from England, Blue Kingdom got in a box, stabbed holes in the top of it, shipped himself, and then we shipped him Strangely back. Strangely shipped to us by none other than the box. No, that... That, oh yeah no, that doesn't make sense the box is in on it doesn't make sense <laughs> all right i'm gonna read this to so try not to fuck with me actually <laughs> blue kingdom said to me because he was like hey is the audio of it okay you know like um he said my damn little brother was trying to fuck says, with me How the was whole the time okay i was like it sounded great he said thank you there were several takes where i was like answer report fuck <laughs> the heartless appear in big bags of fucking shit good god damn it i messed it up and i said yeah whenever i read them jason tends to make a dumb face at me and i start laughing fucking it up so i feel your pain can, can you looking to if you still have those can you please send those to us no reason to study the heartless behavior i picked one out for observation with its antenna, and as if sensing a target, headed deep into the castle. The deepest part of the castle, its antenna began vibrating, as if searching for something. Suddenly, a strange door appeared. I'd never known of its existence. It had a large keyhole, but didn't seem to be locked, so I opened the door. What I saw on the other side mystified me. What was that powerful mass of energy? That night, I observed a great meteor shower in the sky. Could it be related to the door that I have opened? So that's Answer Report 5. Uh, you g- obtain it by defeating Maleficent. Ooh. Um, which something I realized is you get all these out of order, and I didn't realize that. Like, I knew that, oh, yeah, but yeah. I, could, I didn't remember that, I guess. Um, mm. But this one's interesting, because this talks about how the barrier to his world was open. Yeah. And that's what the meteor shower was. Mm-hmm. Right? It was just a bunch of Soras falling from the sky into the water in the beginning cutscene. Yeah, I don't think that's true. So, yeah, the barrier to his world was open, which barriers are kind of a thing they don't really, they kind of abandon after Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, they kind of do a hand wavy, like, because they're kind of like, well, what about the barriers? And they're like, oh, well, we, you have special magic, so you can, they, they, they hand wave it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't remember. It's like, ex- you can't. Except for these worlds that we've put into well, the game. And I'm sure Mel from the Secret Reports will correct me on this, because Mel's a lore hound. Much smarter than us. And much smarter than us. But I'm pretty sure there's just some hand-wavy explanation for why barriers don't matter anymore and they can travel between worlds again. Yeah. And what's important about this, too, is it talks about how the Heartless makes its way into the castle and finds the heart of the world. Yeah. Because that's what the Heartless are originally there to do, to take out the world, the heart of the world. Yeah. Again, that's something that's... that Real creepy. Uh, uh, yeah, it's creepy, but it's, it's something that's kind of changed over time. Yeah. That's not what Heartless do anymore. That's true. Or if they do, it's not, we don't care anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Like, we don't give a shit that, like, Olympus might get its heart taken for the third time. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we don't care, apparently, anymore. But yeah, that's really the only interesting part of this, is they talk about the key to the, the large keyhole and the... That, it's weird, because it's like, normally, the idea of completing a world is that like you save it right right but that doesn't really become a thing anymore no like it's just like i guess to a certain extent in well no no because yeah that's the in cage one that's the only one that has that because then in two it just opens a gateway to another world right 
Again, it's all very hand wavy. Right. It's all, hey, I wasn't planning to make a sequel of this game. Yeah. You know, which there's definitely a lot of that between one and two, and then that calms down after two because I think he realized that he could do more with it. That yeah. he was gonna be able to make more games and make, you know. But anyway, that's the answer report report. If you want Blue Kingdom to read Ansem Report 6, that was 5, 6, uh, let us know down in the comments. Finally, before we end, Wildcat Diana's comment. We're finally back to it. We're back. Um, fun thing about Dreams in Kingdom Hearts, an Unchained Cross, the first mobile game, it, explain, it was explained by Master Ava that if you get called, if you get to the called Unchained State or plane, Dreams are o the only canon way that characters have to communicate across world lines. So pay attention to the Secret Report series. It might be important for the next saga. Also, I am now in KH1 and came across a piece of lore that I would love to hear your opinion on. Triton knows the legend of the Keyblade Bearer. That like we can King read. Triton. King Triton of Atlantica. Knows the legend of the Keyblade Bearer that we can read in KH2 Secret Ending. Do you think we will ever get an explanation for this? Or because of the hate Atlantica gets, we might never know. Thank you for your podcast. Thank you, Wildcat Diana. So, King Triton. He's an interesting individual, isn't he? He's a cock block. One, he's a cock block. Two, he's ripped to shreds. And has like 10 daughters, all that start, their names start with the letter A. They all start with the letter A? Yeah. What are their names? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> I have to know. I know one's like Aquata. <laughs> King Triton's daughters. Maybe it's like eight daughters. It's like eight, ten, or twelve or some shit like that. Don't worry, I'm on the Disney wiki. Atina, Alana, Adela, Aquata, Arista, Andrina, and Ariel. Seven. Seven daughters. And then he has 13 unlegitimate. He has seven daughters. Illegitimate daughters. Oh, my God, dude. There's <laughs> a lot of info on these daughters. Oh, nice. Athena is the firstborn daughter of King Triton and Queen Athena. Her age causes her to feel a certain sense of responsibility for her sisters. She's described by her sisters in that film as being bossy, but ironically, she herself is often bossed around when her siblings outvote her. In the books, she is a bookworm and has a pet catfish named Finfin. So that's the that's the blurb. And then here are facts about Atina. Are you ready? Oh, my God. She is 21 years old in the prequel. Her favorite hobby is researching the history of the sea. Her pet peeve is merpeople that litter in the coral reef. Her biggest fear is letting her father down. Her favorite food is seaweed casserole. Her favorite color is orange. Her favorite genre of music is classical. Her favorite instrument is the harp. In the book series, she's a bookworm and a writer and owns a catfish named Finfin. In the Disney Princess magazine, she becomes married to a prince from a faraway kingdom. I'm sorry, you said in the prequel? There's a prequel to The Little Mermaid? I know there's a second one and it sucked, but like... There's Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, and The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning. Wow. Would you like to learn about Alana? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so King Triton is an interesting guy. He's got seven daughters. They all start with the letter A. <laughs> yes, thank you. He's also ripped to shreds. He also is the only, like, character in Kingdom Hearts 1, at least, that, like, lets on that he knows more about this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even, like, Captain Hook, 
who's seen a Keyblade wielder before, canon-wise, oh, yeah. doesn't say anything about Keyblade wielders. That's true. Right? That is true. Captain Hook dealt with Terra and and Ventus. Right. And Aqua? I don't remember no. what I don't remember what Aqua, Aqua does. Aqua in only only talks or only fights uh Vanitas. That's right. She fights Vanitas by the tents. Um yeah. so Oogie Boogie don't say shit about it. Uh he's also like coked out of his mind though. That's true. Also, <laughs> you think the genie would know something about it. Mm. He don't know shit. He doesn't know shit. Here he doesn't say it. Doesn't say shit. Wow. Clayton doesn't know anything. Clayton just wants to hunt the gorillas. I don't know if Clayton can read. Gorillas. Uh, the fucking rabbit from Wonderland. The queen of hearts. Yeah. You know, all these characters. The, the Cheshire cat is the only other one who kind of. What does he say? Not, not, not actual lore wise, oh. but like, you got to figure out where to go. Right. But I mean. King Triton's the only also one that's like... Also coked out of his mind. King Triton is also coked out of his mind. Don't get <laughs> don't get that wrong. But King Triton's the only one that's like, hey. You can see some of the debris left. I know you're mustache. a Keyblade wielder. Get the fuck out of my kingdom. Yeah. Right? He's the only one that's like... Wait, wait. Why would he want that? We're there to save it. No, he knows that it only brings destruction. Maybe a bad Keyblade wielder had shown up. And so then there's a legend of a bad one. But he knows the legend of the Keyblade Wielder. Wait, what's the legend of the Keyblade Wielder? That's what that's what Wildcat Diana said. <laughs> I'm just taking her word for it. Mm. My point is, there's something else there that we're never gonna learn. Oh yeah, it's buried now. It's buried. Because they had finny fun in the second Kingdom Hearts. Come this way, we'll dance and we'll play it. Something, 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 something. Have a lot of fun for everyone. <laughs> we did great. Ten out of ten. So it's very interesting, King Triton. I just think that's interesting that he's like the only like Disney character. I mean, you tell me Phil doesn't know anything about Keyblade. He doesn't even know what a Keyblade is. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, what the hell? You saw three other Keyblade wielders. Right. He didn't say shit. And then he's like, oh, you're just a puny pipsqueak. You're not a hero. He's, he's thinking about Terra. And <laughs> yeah. Zach. He's not a Keyblade wielder, though. Zach's not a Keyblade wielder. But Zach is a he fucking does, legend because he, he hits on the, Aqua. He does the dance. He does the, he does the squat dance. The squat and dance. And he's a fucking legend because he hits on Aqua. Dude, yeah. He actually like, is a legend. He's a legend, dude. Zach's a legend. And apparently he got nerfed by Sephiroth or killed by Sephiroth off screen in the Kingdom Hearts lore. It's bullshit. Which is bullshit because Zach's a fucking legend. Yeah. Anyway, interesting stuff about King Triton. I don't think we have an answer to it, but it is it is fun to think about why King Triton knows so much about Keyblade Wielders. Or if all these other people know about it and just choose not to mention it, why he choo- chooses to mention it or not want Keyblade Wielders around. It could just be that he's overprotective of his daughters, his seven daughters that all start with the letter A. And are also all fine as fuck. I mean, I was looking at this wiki. <laughs> I was looking cl- at this wiki. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Atina's the redhead. Funnily enough, there's all links to Rule 34. Alana on each one. is dark haired, looking good. Looking um, like Ad- Belle. Adela has that nice swoop hair going. Okay. I like that. Uh, Aquata looks like Adela, 
to me they look very similar. Mm. Arista is where it's at though. <laughs> That's she's got the nice high pony going. Bleach and blonde hair. Adrena's, Adrena's all right. Okay, I like Adrena. It's like, and then Ariel is the the redhead, the saucy redhead. You know, so <laughs> you know what you're getting with that. Uh, Mike, you know that all of these girls are underage. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, they're not. It said, it said Adrena was 21 in the prequel. That means she's even older than that. That's true. Also, she's the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> I take back my redacted statements. everything. Redacted, and Adrena is the only attractive one. Just kidding. Anyway. This has gotten weird. So usually when it gets weird, it's time for us to end the episode. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for watching. Remember, if you want to enter the sweepstakes, go into on YouTube, comment on it, saying what your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory is on episode 30. Not this episode, episode 30. If you do it on this episode, I send it back. Episode 30. Okay? But but not actually. We're not going to send it no, back. We're not actually going to send it back to you. For no. You. No. you just won't be entered in the contest. To win... A 13-inch Dream Rod and Kingdom Hearts 3 for the PS4 sealed copy. Thank you guys for watching. Jason hit a bullet. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Yeah.